Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 50 on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, has spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness for God is a judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove these because of thy sacrifice. As for the burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he goats out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why dost thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? Whereas thou hatest to be reformed, and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest the thief, thou consentedst unto him, and hast been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. 
Thou saddest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that forget God, lest I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me. And to him that ordereth his way aright, I will show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, spirit of wisdom and understanding, spirit of counsel and might, spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth, he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, faithfulness the belt of his waist. Wolf shall always also dwell with the lamb, leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, the young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, who shall stand as a banner to the people. The Gentiles shall seek him, and his resting place shall be glorious. It shall come to pass in that day, the Lord shall set his hand against the second time, again the second time, to recover the remnant of his people who are left, from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations, and will assemble the outcasts of Israel, and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Also the envy of Ephraim shall depart, and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah, Judah shall not harass Ephraim. They shall fly down upon the shoulder of the Philistines toward the west. Together they shall plunder the people of the east. They shall lay their hand on Edom and Moab, and the people of Ammon shall obey them. Lord will utterly destroy the tongue of the sea of Egypt. With this mighty wind, he will shake his fist over the river, strike it in the seven streams, and make men cross over dry shod. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people who will be left from Assyria as it was for Israel in the day that he came up from the land of Egypt. End of the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, 
and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that go forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twentieth verse of the third chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then the multitude came together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. But when his own people heard about this, they went out to lay hold of him, for they said, He is out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He has Beelzebub, and... By the ruler of the demons, he casts out demons. So he called them to himself and said to them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but has an end. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house. Assuredly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they may utter. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. Because they said he has an unclean spirit, then his brothers and his mothers came, and standing outside, they sent to him, calling him. And a multitude was sitting around him, and they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. But he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brothers? And he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and mother. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, 
for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither unto any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have a very well-known passage from Isaiah that uh, 
and forms the, the, the rod of, uh, that will come forth from the stem of Jesse. It's a line in O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, one of the verses that highlights uh, <clears throat> the Messianic lineage. And the, but there's a number of themes in this passage, <clears throat> in this chapter today, that um, we, we want to sort of see through the hyperbolic prophetic language to understand the main points being made. Is kind of a, an exercise in, in interpretation that we have to do, for example, with uh, the uh, the book of Revelation, where we see this image and went, like, what is this saying to us? And what we once we unpack it, it makes a little bit more sense. So there's a number of, of themes that just kind of come down. One is the rod from the stem of Jesse gets a descendant of Jesse, which is Jesse is David's father. So the Messiah is going to be a, a descendant of, of David, that this is you, you know, continuous throughout the Old Testament. The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. And this is the very meaning of the word Messiah, uh, the anointed one, that the oil of anointing for kings and priests in the Old Testament was a symbol of the Holy Spirit, that this is the one upon whom God's favor or spirit rested. And so the Spirit rests upon the Messiah. And this, of course, Harkens forth in the New Testament to the baptism of Jesus when the Spirit descends like it like a dove and and the voice proclaims him to be the beloved Son. Um, it highlights that whereas in the, the what we might call the sacramental acts of of making priests in the Old Testament where oil was poured on their head and making kings where oil was poured on the king's head, symbolizing the Spirit. But in the baptism of Jesus, it's the Spirit Himself comes to rest upon Him. There in the, this is also the passage from which comes the sevenfold gifts of the Spirit that we use in confirmation. We pray for the Spirit, uh, but you don't get seven gifts unless you read the Septuagint version, which slightly has a different translation that, that takes the six of the Hebrew text and makes it into seven. And so the Spirit will rest upon him at all these, the, the, the Spirit of wisdom and all these sorts of things, and will cause him to, to then give righteous judgment, um, to, to judge for the, the poor who are being oppressed by the rich, and re, will reestablish God's rule, the things that, the way God wants it to be. And so we have this idealistic, uh, language of peace, you know, the lion, uh, lying down with the lamb and the, the child putting his hand over the snake's hole and not getting bitten. Um, but it, it hearkens to the biblical idea that the enmity that exists in creation um, is a result of sin, of the disorder that came out of Genesis 3 that caused enmity, the, the, the creation which was in harmony came to be to lack that peace. And so the Messiah who will come to restore justice, and of course, this passage doesn't deal with how we will do, how the cross and the sacrifice for sin plays into that, just, just deals with sort of the, the outworkings of this. But he will um, administer justice, restore God's rule, which means people actually do what God says, and therefore the result of that will be a restoration of peace. And it's interesting, it says that the, the, the rod of his mouth, we think we should think about the word of God, the, the, and he, he, the spirit and, and the word come out. These are the way he judges by his word. And we understand in the beginning when God spoke, 
the creation into existence, and it was so, the harmony that existed existed because everything was subject to God's word and God's spirit. And in Genesis 3, it is man who rebels against God's word and spirit, and all of a sudden the decreation begins, that we go from the harmony of Genesis to the, to the chaos and then the flood, and now the Messiah is going to restore judgment by God's word and spirit. And this will, this will cause peace. And, and then the other thing, the other theme of this passage is the reversal of the, um, of the exile, because Isaiah is writing in a time when the Northern Kingdom is being overrun by the Assyrians and looking forward to the time when the Babylonians are going to take the southern kingdom into exile. But now the Messiah will set up a banner to the nations and call the exiles back, come back. And, and there's a kind of image of parting the river, uh, which would be the Euphrates, but it's a reversal of, you know, the sort of the, the Red Sea image or playing off the Red Sea image or parting the waters and Israel's coming back now to the Messiah. And this is all language and symbol that then when we get to the New Testament, when we really understand the ministry of Jesus, this, this return from exile theme permeates his ministry. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Follow me. Where are we going? We're, we're coming out of the exile that's caused by sin. So the, the, the physical geographic exile of Israel and Babylon symbolizes the, the exile of humanity from God through sin and is being undone now by Christ as we're called to follow him. And, and as we follow him, we're following him into the kingdom, in, into the new creation where there's peace, where we're ruled by God's word and spirit through repentance. And even though the, the, the idea of the whole creation being at peace will, will not be fully realized until, you know, the parousia at the end of time and, and the resurrection, there's still a sense in which within the kingdom of God's people, this kind of peace is restored, uh, harmony in the body. And this is why the New Testament makes such a point about be of one mind, be at, be at peace, manifest in your communal life in the kingdom of God that which is is um, Jesus has, has created by his word and spirit. And we do that each of us individually by becoming subject to God's word and spirit, by, by repenting and, and realizing, therefore, how we work for peace instead of just the selfish concerns. And the other thing about the Mark passage that highlights that the new family of God um, that is formed by people who repent to put their faith in Jesus supersedes blood relationships. Jesus, your mother, all your brothers were out there. Hey, my mother and brothers, those who hear the word of God and do it. Now, it just so happens that his mother is quintessentially the one who hears the word of God and does it. But the point is, that's why she's blessed. Uh, it's not merely the blood, it, it's, the, it's the spirit. So as we repent and put our faith in him, we're drawn out of the exile of sin. And as we follow him in life, we're brought into the kingdom. We're following him in the second exodus in, into, in, into life, out of death, into life. And so for Advent, we, just, we think about in Advent repentance and our disciplines and our repentance, we think about in our confession, you know, what ways are we, you know, in our lives experiencing exile and what ways can we grow in our repentance 
to, to remove the barriers between ourselves and God and love God and others in a, in a more wholehearted way. And so come out of that death, that death of exile into this new life in the kingdom that Jesus is leading us into. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. We are all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Charlotte. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, Thank bye. you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye, guys.